Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. Woo, we made it through the week, and I'm so excited to be here. I am ready with my drink, which is kind of feeling a little low, but um, I will definitely fill up later after we share some story time. Definitely a packed week. Happy Aloha Friday. I set the intention to share a whole lot of positivity and lots of laughs today. It is Palhana, bitches. Like, we are ready and we are rocking and rolling. I'm going to tell you right now, I have the worst suntan line uh, ever in the history of all things. And holy moly, I maybe have not seen sun in a very long time. Or the time. sun hasn't seen and you. And it is very evident. <laughs> you know what? I felt bad for the sun for a little while because I was pretty pale. Uh-huh. And now I'm just like toasted red with some raccoon eyes. But I really think, and there's an important message I want to share with all of you out there. Mm-hmm. Protect your eyes, right? Yeah. You don't want some scar tissue, pterygiums. You don't want cataracts too early in life. So between having raccoon eyes or cataracts or some kind of weird scar tissue grow over my eyes, I choose raccoon eyes. However, um, it was kind of gross today because my forehead decided to peel just a and side I realized, effect, like, I had just a, whole, a normal side effect of burning your flesh. whole layer, <laughs> a whole layer of it was just, it looked like, like potato yeah. skin. And I was like, I literally burned my skin. Well, so fun in the death. sun, you know, just be cautious, sunscreen, wear a hat, wear sunglasses. Right. This is our, our PSA. <laughs> this, is, this is what we know. Also, when you go and play in the lakes, rivers, the ocean, you need to wash your clothes. You need to rinse that after you get out. All, all the things. things. Like, you just don't even know the, the smell. smell. The smell is just it, ridiculous. It, you should always yeah, wash your stuff. Your boards, your, your, you got to wash your, your paddle boards, your surfboards. Your, your body. Paddles, everything that went into the water, you got to rinse that with fresh water. Can I just go on a rant for a second? One of my exes in Hawaii... She actually told me like later on after we were not dating anymore that she dated a girl that would not rinse off or change out of her wet paddling clothes after practice and everything would get icky gooey. So just want to say for the record, I have the best damn hygiene like ever. And so do you, my. And we know what's up. So you know what? All of you people out there, don't date somebody who doesn't rinse off after being in the ocean because that's gross. Well, okay. So there's a lot of things in the ocean. I mean... A lot of people go in there and humans, we're, we're gross going into the ocean. It's, it's not it's just, not the, just humans, the humans. It's, it's, it's literally a huge toilet bowl for every creature that lives in yes. the ocean. And we dump a lot of trash and waste into and the sewage. ocean. Sewage gets pumped out there so often. Those spills happen. Any kind of giant ass any kind of big rain will set off those they overflow and the sewage always they always go oops it always it just spilled in the ocean oops Oops. that's not enough that's not an apology that's not holding anybody accountable that's not doing anything to fix it from happening again that's just terrible humans are awful (laughs) but we We could do do better. better we always can do better humans have the capability of being very very good or very, very bad. Or just complacent in any any anyway. You know. But um just our PSA, wear, wear sunscreen. sunscreen. Be kind to the ocean. Be kind to the bodies of water and all the animals that live yes. there. Yes. Yes. 
I think I even burned my eyebrows because like now that I'm feeling them, they feel crispy. I'm like, oh dear. Yeah, <laughs> they're a little bit crisp. <laughs> and so I know like my entire face, like I've never burned my upper lip before, but I did. And I don't normally burn. And that's the thing. That's maybe why I'm so like amazed that I had this layer of skin. You know what? It was time for me to shed <laughs> my winter skin and embrace summer that is coming. But surprisingly, in Texas, it's going to get cold next week. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't handle it being 50 degrees in April, almost May. And it's just, it's going by so quickly. I just, we are almost at summer. I don't know. Has the I'm, earth, like, I'm so ready. Has the earth tilted? I don't know. I'm, we're not signing. Are you ready for summer? Um, but <laughs> I am totally ready for summer. Well, we could be scientists. We could say it just it, the Earth is tilting a little bit because because honestly, it never we never have there, cold fronts. There's a in lot April. of contributing like, factors. It's, it's like, not just the planet might be tilting, but there's a whole lot of things happening in our environment, and neither of us have degrees to talk about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna say something has shifted, and the world is changing. Climate. It's definitely uh, climate change you know, for sure. Cli- climate in all aspects of of life. Not even just the weather. But um, this week, I one of the very important things mm-hmm. that happened was that my car was completely blacked out and tinted. So I'm very appreciative of that as we start to roll into the mm-hmm. hotter months because now my car is like super shady on the inside. The only thing is it's so dark that I'm like, wow, um, it looks like nighttime in my car right now. And it's do you have um, legal tint so. limits in Texas? We do have tent limits, um, but you can get a doctor's note and actually have your entire car blacked wow. out. And it'd be legal. But um the back of my the back of mm-hmm. my vehicle, so any um any part that's yeah. not the driver is completely yeah. blacked out. And then my driver's side is at twenty yeah. percent. And then my windshield, actually they did the entire windshield, is at a fifty percent, which is still pretty dark, but my brother has it at thirty percent and I can barely see out of it. So I'm like, all right, this is not gonna work. So we got we got it at a fifty percent and it's it's very nice. Like you don't know what you have until it's like a hundred and ten with an index of hundred and fifty outside and you're cooking eggs on mm-hmm. your car. You know. So that's, so that's that. that. Very exciting. Now I remember yeah, um, it's now, nice. my car, my car is a lot older, and I remember you having your um, your big truck here in Hawaii, and you had it yeah. um, covered in a sticker, giant sticker. What was it called? You had, and it had that look of. Oh, I had it. Wrapped. I had it wrapped. Yeah, it was a matte, satin matte black wrap. And I feel it. like, could I do that to my car, or should I just paint it? Is it I worth don't know. it? I mean, it's it's a little um it's a what do you call? It's a manual transmission. And it it rocks and I love it. But I've gone shopping for new cars and the manual transmission is not the same. And they have like no. cheater flappy paddles and it's mostly automatic and I think that that sucks. Well, I want to. I mean, I want to give out a, a shout out to a, a veteran-owned business uh, there in Kaneohe. That's it's based. It's a Eco Wash mm-hmm. Hawaii, and uh, the guy who owns it, very kind. Um, he would be a really good resource if you were to ever want to get your car wrapped, or because um, he wrapped part mm-hmm. of my car in the beginning, uh, the first time I was in Hawaii, 
And then when I came back and had it like completely done, he was very mm-hmm. impressed. Um, but he does do professional wraps. And so he might be able to give you a good price or at least set you in the mm-hmm. right direction. But there's always those cheap places that will completely pay your car or you could totally do it yourself. There's a lot of DIY um, on how to do it and like um, tape off your car, you know, the bits. And then you can spray paint it yourself and seal it, which, by the way, I have Mm -hmm. done to my dad's uh, Mm -hmm. car. His paint, his paint on his uh, vehicle was kind of like chipping because the sun is so hot. It like cracked all the way to the kind of like the uh, base part Mm -hmm. of it, the fiberglass. And so what I did was Mm -hmm. I sanded it. I taped it off the bumper. It was just the bumper. And I bought the original paint color, which turned out to be like a a navy blue matte. And so I just sprayed it very lightly and then let it dry. And then I sprayed it with the clear and it looks really great. Like it's not perfect, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's not a professional job. But the point was it no longer looked cracked and you could not see the fiberglass anymore, but you could see that it was painted all one color and it was like no scratches. But I like that matte yeah. look to it. So even when I put the clear coat on it, it still had that matte. So it's not like shiny yeah. anymore. But it was good. It was good enough, right, for an older yeah. vehicle. Like nobody, nobody cares. cares. Yeah. And actually, that's kind of the yeah. truth in Hawaii. Nobody really cares what kind of car you have because everybody's car is full of sand. <laughs> right. Except mine when I was there. Like no you sand. Would, you would try no very hard. And you were very. I did, did a good, good job. job. I mean, I remember we would come off of the beach and you'd be like, no, we have to have towels for the seats, towels for your feet. And then there were towels yeah, for the so feet. Towels everywhere. for the seat. That is like the yeah. new slogan. <laughs> you should put, you should do that as the title. Towels for the seat and towels for yeah. your feet. Um, And sand up every crevice. Sand in every yeah. crevice. But that's how yeah, I felt. We, we would have to. Your car, we'd have to be so clean. And my car, I would just be like, get in. Let's go. <laughs> I know. You were kind of like, whatever. whatever. But I think your car in a nice matte spray might actually be really yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to go look at it. And wasn't that guy in the mall? Like at Windward Mall? Yeah. He was actually, yeah, he was at in Windward like Mall and he was like lot. underneath yeah, so the he thing. Was, and that's kind of a good thing because you could just go and park over there with him. And I think I bet if I called like around Christmas time, like if you had to go shopping... He would reserve a space for you <laughs> and he could time it. That's true. And they have the movie theaters there. Probably, you know, you do a little bit at a time. Every time you want to go see a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think he would have a problem. Like the most, most important places on yours mm-hmm. is the roof, the, the hood, hood of, of the, the car, car, and maybe the yeah. back. The door is okay, fine. But your car is like so small that I feel like it would take maybe a day to do it. It wouldn't take that long. And he's really good at it now. When when he was first starting out, I was supporting him when he mm-hmm. first started that business. And now he's pretty he's pretty popular now. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just I feel like uh, when he was doing it in the beginning, that's why I got a better deal just because he was practicing. But now, now I think he would do yeah. justice. And if not, just, you know, wrangle up the, wrangle up the kids and tell them to, to help you tape the car. <laughs> You know, you tape the windows and door handles and all that stuff. Or you don't do the door handles, but you just do all the hinges. And I think it will look really great. I actually enjoy restoring headlights on people's vehicles. I don't know if you see them. They start to turn, like, yellow. I actually take a power drill and and do it. And I've done several people's. Like, I'll tape their whole headlights and I will, like, polish them until they're, like, brand new. I did my parents and they were like, holy crap, it's so bright now. Okay. 
Is were, it like with just like overwhelmed. a like a buffing kind of thing? Yeah, buffing power yeah. drill. Yep. And it takes like a really steady hand because you could totally take that drill and like take all yeah. the pain off. Seen that happen? Um, I did that. I did that. Remember when I was buffing my car? Like I over buffed it. Over it. Yeah. Took the pain off the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have a little boo boo on my vehicle and I put it there. Like my vehicle's perfect right now, except for that small boo boo that I put there. You know but what? I know that it's I got did a story. It, so it's okay. It's a stupid story. I am going to eventually. <laughs> and then I tried to paint over it and um, the paint didn't yeah. match. So it has like a light boo boo now on it. <laughs> so dumb. I wanted to. So um, I was looking through my pictures, looking through a bunch of old pictures, okay. and I came across this amazing. Um, time and I just wanted to share it um, and I'm going to show you the picture because I'm going to oh no what no, is no, this no. picture it's just a food thing I'm a little bit it's a food thing and it's amazing this is macadamia nut and panko encrusted french toast in a oh my god that looks like bacon maple syrup with whipped cream and strawberries and this is from it is amazing. And it is from the Royal Hawaiian Golf Club. Oh. Uh, and if I could just throw that out there as like this really secret, amazing place to go eat because. I want to eat there next time I go there because that looked really They good. are gorgeous. I'm going to show you some. Oh, you can get married. Yeah, there, so huh? they do. It's a it's a golf club. But it's a private golf club, and um, so not everybody can get married no, there. No, no, everybody can. Or maybe can. they can allow everybody the can, venue. But, I mean, the views are oh. absolutely stunning. Um, and there's a popular hiking trail at the base of it. But um, the restaurant is called the Elena, and the food is reasonably priced, mm. and it is so good. I'm just gonna read a couple of things. This one I know you would like. It's okay. called the Truffled Locomoco. So it's eight ounce beef wow. patty, sauteed mushrooms, Maui onions, truffled brown gravy, and two eggs, any style on top with white rice or brown rice. White yeah. rice? <clears throat> now I've ordered that. Don't get that brown rice. And that's that's amazing. I think I want to get married there. I think I I I haven't been yeah. married yet. But I feel like how wonderful would it be to be married and then have like amazing macadamia nut, panko <laughs> encrusted, panko breakfast wedding, a breakfast, yeah, breakfast kind of reception. You know what? I'm going to put breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> you know why? Because everybody loves choices. Um, but on Friday nights, they used to have like live Hawaiian music, which would be really nice. Oh, lovely. Um, since the pandemic, I don't know if they've gotten fully back to that, but... It is one of the most exquisite, gorgeous golf courses, um, and you're surrounded by the okay, koalas. You're in the tropical rainforest. I'm getting married there. <laughs> I'm getting married there. I'm going to have a small destination <laughs> wedding. I wish I wish they like, were a sponsor. For all the listeners out there, if you want to get married <laughs> at this Royal Hawaiian golf course, like I'm available. Yeah, it's just a secret place to go and check out. You don't have to be um, a club member. Um, but just call ahead and make sure that they're available and they're open. Check their website. Okay. But it's like one of my favorite secret places to go. Why are you just sharing this now? <laughs> I feel like we could have had many, many adventures there. And I 
possibly could have just gotten married mm-hmm. there for the hell mm-hmm. of it. No, um, it's, I, I only... Yeah. S- let's see. I think I... Where is it on the it's, island? Um, like on your way up to Olamana. So when you're on the pole, okay, okay, yeah, and you take the off to like that area, uh, Manawili, uh huh, it's like right there. Yep, right there. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you, thank you for um, planning my wedding already <laughs> and part of the menu. Um, I've always like wondered what my sort of like wedding would be like in the future, and I feel like I have yeah, just seen well, Hawaii it. is the most beautiful place to get married. Um, I have a lot of friends in the wedding industry and um, actually they were just fighting recently to be, um, they just got approval to open up weddings again in Hawaii safely, safely. And Mm. um, yeah, there are exquisite places all over the island to get married. Um, And you don't necessarily have to be a member of a club. You just need a really good um, wedding planner. Who will get you into any location? My life has not directed me towards the wedding stage at this time, <laughs> but you know, eventually, you never know. If I don't ever get married, I'm going to just have a party for myself. <laughs> That's always a good choice. Celebrate myself <laughs> at the Royal Hawaiian Golf Club or up at Turtle Bay or Turtle where Bay else? is one of my um, favorites. I love the oh, horseback I love riding. Turtle Bay. The the last time I, I mean, mm-hmm. so long ago. The last time I went, we did horseback riding. We got to go on the beach. That's always special to run with the horses on the beach. I think that's another place that I would love to go to. The hotel is magnificent. There's just such beautiful views. And all my wedding guests and my friends could do activities mm-hmm. with you me. You could absolutely stay out there. We could paddleboard. Mm-hmm. We could horseback ride. All the things that I love combined into yeah. one. And you're right there on the water. Absolutely gorgeous. The yep. Kahala, also one of my favorites. I've been to many weddings at the Kahala. Also on the... The poor Kahala and their drama this I past know. week. That was very sad. Um, we are we are fully the open. Is beautiful, it is a beautiful hotel. It's very um, classic Hawaii architecture yep. with the wood shutters. It's you know very plantation style. Plantation yeah. style, yeah. The Moana Surfrider is like one of my favorites, but I just hate that it's in the middle. It's in of the Waikiki. middle of Waikiki, and it's a lot of people. You know, if you're trying to have like yeah. a yeah. wedding and. You want it a little bit more quiet and you want a little bit more Hawaii and less the Waikiki tourist scene, then look for those venues that are on the outskirts of it. So the Kahala is definitely on the outskirts of Waikiki, but you're still on the east side and the views are spectacular. Yeah, I think I took my mom one time to the Kahala and we Mm -hmm. had tea and like tea time. Yeah, I would definitely go back. So there, there's just these particular spots that, like, you know, you go to and you're like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, this nice. is nice. One of my so. favorites on the Big Island, which I was fortunate enough to visit before they shut down, was Kona Village, which was truly mm-hmm. little Hawaiian-style huts, grass shack, you know. But they were they were fully wow. modern on the inside. You know, they had bedrooms and bathrooms and you know living rooms it's a yard yeah, but it had like the grass shack and it was so cute because they were all spread out like like a whole village of like little tiny homes but they were all grass shacks 
I Heidi know. Home. And it was just like, and they had their individual little trails that would go in between. And there would be like main um, trails to get to the beach or to the pool or to the clubhouse and the gym. And they were all separated. Mm-hmm. And you had to like go for a walk. And everybody was walking everywhere. And it was so cute. And there were turtles. On the beach, really it was black sand. It was spectacular. Ooh, a black sand beach. It so wasn't lovely. a swimming ocean. There was a there was a rough current, and my aunt took my um, uncle out there, and he is not familiar with the ocean, especially Hawaii currents. And he was like, "I feel like I almost died," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, mm-hmm. even I wouldn't go swimming out there." <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible that's so funny yeah. she and she knew better but she's just she kept calm and she's like that's enough let's go out <laughs> i don't know hawaii hawaii is just so alluring to people but there's just i like i like the idea of not being on oahu like all mm-hmm. the time right like oahu is like all you see in media and tv shows and things like that i was talking to my brother today and i was like i'm gonna make hawaii my second home mm-hmm. like and he was like, no, we don't want to go on Oahu. And I was like, no, I was thinking like maybe a maybe a condo on the big island or a smaller island. Because I was like, you like to fish? I like the ocean. Like our family needs something like that. You know, like a little escape. And could be a passive income. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, yeah, because people are always going to want to go to Hawaii and they're always going to want to rent and they're always going to want to, you know, be out there. So, and I like the different islands. I don't. I can't, I mean, Oahu's mm-hmm. great, right? You got all your things. But the other islands have, like, special magic to them. I I just read that, um, what was his name? Oracle. Larry Ellison? Yeah, who bought um, Lanai, right? Yeah, so he he bought pretty much all the acreage except for, like, 3,500 3, yeah. acres. So it was, like, 99,000 acres mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, he said he's never going to live anywhere else. Like, he's never going to go. Because he bought a property in Florida. He bought an $80 million mansion in Florida, and he's knocking the whole thing down. Like, level. Why? And he's got properties because he doesn't like the house. Whatever. Whatever. But he's going to develop it, right? And I'm just like, bro, like, you have been completely enraptured by th- or like enamored or just just caught up in the whole like hawaii scene like it's just mm-hmm. easy it's chill the weather's good old people like warmer weather because their bones don't hurt like it all mm-hmm. just makes sense you hawaii know? is magic so. and lanai is one of those islands that there's three hotels there's two major ones um two resort style hotels one's up in the mountains it's cold up there and it's got mm-hmm. a golf course. There's horseback riding. It's gorgeous. And then there's the one down by the ocean that's, um, you know, very giant resort at swimming pools. Uh, is that the Four Seasons? Um, did Four Seasons buy it? I don't know. I just, I only know that there's like a couple. The, yeah. Um, so there. I've kind of stayed at both. And then there's a third one, which is in the middle of the, t- in the middle of the town, which is. I mean, you, if you drive through it, I think it's all of five buildings. It's not very big. That's funny. <laughs> but and the the jail is is basically a kennel, and it's outside, so people will see you <laughs> if you ever get stuck in jail. 
Okay, don't get stuck in jail yeah. on Lanai. Well, I... Yeah. I just really like the ocean. I mean, I don't see myself in Texas forever, and I just think having a second home is great, especially in a place that is very magical mm -hmm. to me, and just feels good to be there. So... I think a lot of people go there and they have this whole like expectation, my ties on the beach, which we're doing yep. right now, but there, there's just got to be a different appreciation. And I think that's why people stay and they really fit yep. well. Cause like when I was there, I fit pretty well in like, I was just like, I'm going to absorb this culture and love and love the islands. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's some people who do move there and they just don't have the patience the, um, for it. Personality, yeah. patience, personality, they're very A-type. Like, you, you just don't do well at being an A-type personality in that These are the people who come here and they say you're trapped in a, on a rock in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And there just happen yeah. to be gorgeous rocks. <laughs> but um, it takes a certain personality to actually call this home and to, to thrive here. Drive um, yeah. and thrive. You have to be patient. Everybody in Hawaii, when we drive around, we stop and we wait for to let other people in from side streets you know they're turning in they want to merge white people will stop and they'll wait they'll they'll see somebody who wants to cross the street and we stop and we wait i mean this is like normal courtesy yes but i have been almost rear-ended multiple times because that's what i do i'm i see people they they need to cross i'm gonna stop i think hawaii culture can teach everyone a bit you gotta of slow down. You gotta right? slow down when you're here. Yeah, I, I I learned that you know the first time when I moved there, it was very different. I was like, man, I'm just like too type mm -hmm. A, right? Like go go go, gotta get things done. And then as I progressed through living there over the years, and I was just like, Phew. you know, I know I'm gonna sit for 30 minutes to go five miles. Like I'm just like, okay, put some music on, just open the window, put your hand out, mm -hmm. chill. Like some people are just jerks, right? Because they. I mean, a lot of people want to get stationed in Hawaii, and I'm not trying to say all military people are jerks, but I'm saying some of them, they're not used to living in a place like that. And there's a little bit of entitlement, mm. right? Because, you know, mm. I'm here, my bills are paid, like things, you know, like I want to drive like a dude. <laughs> I want to drive like an ass. Um, you know, I don't like I don't like the people who drive their motorcycles crazy, like through Hawaii, through the poly, through through the H3, like... You don't need to drive like that. No, this you is know? not a place where you're in a hurry to really go anywhere. And if you can just accept that and just leave earlier, everything's going to be fine. Um, the view is gorgeous everywhere, everywhere. Soak yeah. it up. Soak it up. And the sky yeah. changes and, I mean, there's places, <laughs> as there's, you're driving. <laughs> it's fabulous. There's always new places to discover, too, mm -hmm. like... I was never really bored because there was always something new to do, mm -hmm. right? Or you just go to the beach. The beach changes all the time. Or get into a sport. Every day. You know? Every day. Whether you're hula dancing or paddling or surfing or kayaking even. I mean, kayaking's hard in the ocean. Yeah. Just don't. Just go with Everything's a friend. Everything's hard in the ocean. No, never go out into the ocean without some other person. Um, don't be yeah, me. Don't, don't go out there and, you know, just chance it. Yeah, it's just always have somebody have other people around yeah. make sure you know most people will look out for you if you like you're going to go out surfing and you wait until there's like other people out there kind of all watch out for each other right well 
there's just so much to do, but there's so much to appreciate too. And I mean, if you have friends who have boats or like in part of a yacht club or golf club, it always helps. Always helps. I mean, it always helps. So, yeah, I I miss it, but it's not out of my cards no. yet. Like, definitely could purchase a beautiful condo on another island. No mm-hmm. big deal, right? There are um, a lot of. What else has been happening this week? Well, let's just stand that for a second. There's a lot of vacation homes um in hawaii and a lot of people we've cracked down our government has cracked down on the vacation rentals um so there's not as many legally um airbnbs so i think the rule is you have to have a host unless you were grandfathered in with a vacation rental license and those were issued back in the 1980s so if you ha- wow. don't have one of those and those are transferable. So if you buy a property, ask f- to see if they have a vacation rental license, because that um, will allow you to uh, rent your house out. Um, hmm. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. But um, so Air- if so, I know you said like a vacation rental property. There are actually some that are designated as that especially if you buy them in um the vacation rental communities there are some out in kapolei mm. there's some out on lanai there's they're kind of everywhere in these like uh kona kona has them on the big island you just got to look for them have a realtor help you find them and then they'll keep it rented for you on your behalf waikiki there's several in waikiki yeah I think um, some of the best places that I have rented from when I was, like, vacationing to other islands is literally somebody else's, like, Mm -hmm. condo. Like, it's better than the hotel. For some reason, I just, I like the idea of, like, having a kitchen and, like, having a full fridge and, and, uh, you know, pots and pans and stuff to make things. Vacation rentals, I think, um, they work better if you do a longer rental lease. So I think... um, yeah. To get around the vacation rental rules, you have to do a 30-day rental contract. Whether you're there for the entire 30 days or not, um, you have to sign a contract that says you're going to be there for 30 days. Or, well, you're renting the property for 30 days. Well, I'm just learning now about Airbnb and how, like, particular it is. So, like, if you're new to Airbnb, like, I've never Mm -hmm. used it before. Like, there are places that will not rent to you because you have no reviews and you have no sort of um kind of rapport with the people Mm -hmm. in the site but if you do have like a reputation with airbnb like you get cheaper prices you get better places i was like how how are you supposed to get established and apparently you're supposed to you have to book like the crappy first yeah first and get good reviews and i was like that sounds dumb like in a way like the whole kind of depends um you'll even experience that um here like there's a lot of rental properties that they would ask, like, how many people are coming? What are you coming for? Because we don't allow you to have weddings on the property. We don't allow you to have big events right. on the property. So be okay, honest and just tell them, hey, I'm coming with my family or I'm coming for this. And um, if they can't help you, but then go someplace else. There's a whole bunch of other people to call. Yeah, I just I just feel like it's a little bit rough with like Airbnb because like, you know, you can have like a really strong like you're a good renter, mm-hmm. right? Like I've always been a good renter and 
very kind and like thoughtful about stuff, but I can't get established on Airbnb because I'm not. You haven't, you don't have a history that didn't used to be like that. That's new. That's new. Well, it's just like, I think you can rate your Uber driver and they can rate you as a passenger. Yeah. And I don't think that's very fair because like they can rate you, but you don't know what you did wrong. Like I have like a 4.92 rating. (laughs) Well, I want to know where I fu- like. <laughs> sorry, I want to know where I screwed up for my point zero zero wait point zero eight. <laughs> like, I want to know what I did. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, you slammed the door." Oh, maybe. Or you I'm didn't like, put your seatbelt on fast okay. enough. Or I'm sure there's a yeah. Or you you weren't kind, or you or smell you didn't funny, tip enough. or you put some. I don't think they can do that though. I... Like, I don't think they can rate you based on your tip. I don't know. I have no idea how it works. I feel like that would be kind of stupid, I've... right? Like, sometimes I want to be a little stingy if I only rode for, like, two minutes, mm-hmm. you know, in your vehicle because it was raining and I just didn't feel like walking, whatever. Yeah. But who, who knows? knows? Whatever. It's better than a one. I want to know why one. I was rated it's better lower. Than one. And you can keep getting better ratings. That's mm-hmm. true. But it's still weird. The reverse rating, I think you should be able to make a comment so people can improve. I think we have... Of course, if you throw up in their uh, car or you do something stupid or attack your driver, like, I feel like that's probably really I, wrong. I think this has seeped in let me know how to a up. lot of our culture. Like, teachers are rated. Did you... In Hawaii? Oh, if you're hot or no, not, no, right? No, no, no. Like, on your teaching ability. Like, you're, oh. you're graded. Like, you have to... Ask if all of your students don't pass, like, some testing at the end to make sure that they can go on to the next grade those teachers have ratings and i know a lot of teachers have fought it but there's a lot of students falling through the cracks in it i just think that this rating system is not going away because it's kind of in seeping into a lot of different places i think it all started with the darn likes on facebook i thought it was everything started with if you're hot or not i don't know Remember that website? Like you put a picture up and people would rate you if you were hot mm-hmm. or not. And then it was like, how rate your professor.com. And it was like, is this professor hot? Or if they're easy, you know, or if they like are really hard. And I would sometimes look at my um, professors and be like, man, can I pass their class? You know, like I was like, I never want to be a, want to be a professor that um, got rated. That but I, I think ugly. everybody's getting kind of judged and rated for all kinds of things and it's crazy yeah well i mean there was a black mirror episode where people have like a certain um status based on how many likes Mm -hmm. they get and like you can go up and down in the ratings like you do something and if you're rated low like you get you don't have a good job and then you can't get into certain restaurants anymore you can't rent in certain places and things. And I was like, man, I hope we never get to that. But we are kind of moving towards that. And how detrimental is that to people's mental health? If they're having a good day or the bad day, do they have to constantly pretend to be perfect? Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that they showed is like she, the protagonist or whatever, she had a key, like she might've had a bad day and got like a lower rating. And she was like desperately trying to like, post and be cute and when she was having a miserable day but she had to keep her ratings up and i think 
it's a rat race for to be accepted and having affirmation, right? Like some whether whether it's in the form of likes or words or physical affirmation, whatever, that you are better than someone. Or you just else. always have to be on your very best behavior. We just always have to be on. And who that's so exhausting. That is exhausting. Sometimes you don't want to be on. You don't want to wear a bra. Whatever. Take your <laughs> okay. bra off. No, I fun and fancy yeah. free. It's tough. I don't want our I don't That's want funny. our world to go that way. In fact, I think that the younger generation, they're over Facebook. They're over these kinds of things that require ratings. But TikTok, but TikTok is very popular with the younger generations and that's still based on Weirdly, likes. there are so many old people on TikTok. Well, there's a lot of young people, too. So I don't know. I don't know where where we're going to end up going. But like I just saw Facebook is going to start testing out speed yeah. dating. Yeah. Right. So you sign up for it and you get paired with like 10 people for a four minute date. How, How terrible is that if you time? get paired with people um, from your own Facebook network? That would be and awkward. I mean, I thought about like test driving it and being like, OK, I want to meet people. But I don't ever want to meet people in my own circle because yeah. they all suck. No. <laughs> dating wise. Like I know all my friends and all the circle, they would be terrible. Well, they're just obviously if they're in your circle and you're not dating them, then they're not for you. Yeah, there's no reason to meet them again. <laughs> I would have nothing to say. I'd be like, get out of my circle, get out of my bubble, you know? So it's funny. This is just funny. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. Well, it has been lovely sharing. I don't even know how we get on these tangents sometimes, but I just, I just find them entertaining <laughs> and full of like, just it pushes us into the weekend, right? Like we have so much to talk mm -hmm. about. Time flies, but we really appreciate you guys supporting us. And as we continue to grow, there will be a lot of content coming out once our website is mm -hmm. done and, and and go and we'll have like a special go live but uh check us out my ties at sunset.com facebook twitter instagram uh we have a medium platform mm -hmm. and anywhere you want to listen to your favorite podcast we are all over the map um we've been on youtube and it's just amazing to keep scrolling through and now we have like over like several, several episodes we're over 15 17. episodes this is going to be, I think 17. this is episode 18. 18. So like when we get to 20, we're going to be like screaming <laughs> and, and celebrating. And maybe we'll do some like, you know, we, we have a lot of special content uh, on Patreon. And uh, we're going to be working on doing some info stuff and going into like some history and all kinds of pictures and stuff like that. So I'm really, really excited. excited. I'm, I'm hoping to have um, some downloads. Um, downloadable content that um, our Mai Tais at listeners can print up. Um, my recipe for my favorite Mai Tai. And we're going to work on other drinks too. So nice. um, I look forward to just more to keep come. posting. We're going to, we're just working hard to make it beautiful for you guys. Yep. And I think that's a wrap. So until we meet again, ahui ho.